0: Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Inkston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio as always, the monarch of mindset, Randy Inkston. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. And super special guest, Evan Samarin of Fundamental Marketing. How are you go. doing? Doing well. How are you doing? Good, buddy. So Evan, for those of you who don't know, I actually use Evan for email deliverability. He is the consultant, the guru, the go-to guy. And because we've been talking so much about Keep, marketing, automation, it wouldn't make any sense not to have Evan on the show because this guy gets the emails from your computer into your prospect's inbox. And that's what he's best at. So before we get too deep into this, I want to make sure that you you know the couple things coming up. We've got our yes. uh, automation workshop. So what's the URL on that now? PFMarketingSolutions.com slash... automation, automation automation in Mm -hmm. stereo. So that's our workshop we're going to do out here in Chandler, Arizona, February. You'll find more details on that. Go register for that. If you want more information, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. But let's dive deep into the weeds. Evan is, if you're not watching this on YouTube, Evan, if you picture like the, no offense, super nerdy, like email delivery, the the, (laughs) the, the coder guy, (laughs) my man. But see, that's who you want, right? You want the most, like we were just in the other room five minutes ago and he's like, rattling it's off code
1: by like memory memory like, code is
0: insane i'm like what are you talking about and that's what like i admire like you are all in right and, and it's not like an offense. like I, I actually respect that quite a bit
2: because so. <laughs> so, you know when you say the nerdy guy i'm thinking like world of warcraft in his grandmother's basement where he lives and like that's not me it's like i used to be a dj in a former life i lived in the nightclub Get like, out of here were like, you i yeah oh yeah dude I, i'm like 13 years i used to travel all across the u.s canada uh, i actually had to turn down a gig in in europe i had to turn down a gig in israel oh, my because man. the club got bombed like, <laughs> like oh, seriously I didn't know that. seriously
0: and that's why you live in vegas now probably well, right well, you not, want to be close not, to your your, core. <laughs>
2: your
1: culture well i
2: lived in vegas like 2001 two and three and when i was djing out there heavily and i retired to move back to phoenix and uh you know the what? wife and i moved back <laughs> yeah dude i like that's why i'm like dude who you calling a geek dude like there's uh, nothing and there's nothing wrong with being nerdy nothing wrong with being here we can't offend people today no i'm nerdy i'm super
0: nerded out on on tech i'm nerded out on automation i'm like nerded out i love i like own that
2: no and i well in that aspect yes but the way you said (laughs) i literally went to world of warcraft or like dungeons and dragons or how do we do pokemon go it's like like, (laughs) remember
0: those remember those hundred-sided dice those kids at school would play like no, no, the, Wait, work, the dungeons and dra- like fifty sided dice. I never, dice I, never pl- I never played. Dungeons. Oh, that see, I'm the nerd. There, <laughs> so, there <anyway>. we <laughs> go.
2: Okay, now I feel. But now yeah, we can you conti- see? Yeah. All right, we can continue <laughs> yeah.
1: now. It's okay. <laughs>
2: so,
0: Evan, so Evan just happened to be ironically in town. I just reached out to him for some help with a client. We got a client, a private client, working with on automation here, and I wanted to get into the what we call it DKIM settings, right? DKIM settings. Yeah, and-
2: it's like for those of you who aren't geeky like us, mm-hmm. it's authentication. And that probably could sound geeky to you, like I have to authenticate my emails. Yeah, like yeah, you really do.
0: So let's talk about what is even what is that? What is email authentication? Why is it important? And like, give us some analogies. Yeah, you were doing great the analogies. analogies. Yeah, uh,
2: I and just you know, like my Halloween costume, I was dressed up as Captain. Analogy, so like uh, it, it okay, works perfectly. So so he got one liners like a boss. There, there we go. So it's cool. like I'm on it. Yeah, they're, they're trying to talk me into doing stand up in Vegas. I'm just like no. <laughs> Hand out with Andrew Dice Clay and his denim from 1983 Dude. but no so seriously the, the, denim, the denim's got some stories though I don't think I want to hear no, those I'm, stories I didn't
1: say they were great here we go hickory dickory dog yeah.
2: um, and they're just dice. no but seriously like email like there's so much with email and there's a lot of misconceptions with email like mm-hmm. a lot of people think that email is a guaranteed service I hit send and it's guaranteed to get to my recipient on the other end and that's just not the case not for personal email not for business email. It's just not. So that's kind of the first myth. The second myth is that I use a service like Infusionsoft or Keep or Entreport, whatever the case may be, and I don't have to worry about email. Deliverability is all on them. I don't have to do a thing. And nothing could be really be further from the truth. So like the first thing you got to look at when we were talking about with this client was email authentication. And the analogy with email authentication is kind of like driving a car without a license plate, without driver's license, without proof of insurance. Like you can physically get in the car and drive, Mm -hmm. but you're going to get pulled over and get a ticket eventually. Email's the same way. Okay. And what I mean by that is with email, you've got to authenticate your emails. And there's three different protocols for authentication. And I'm going to get slightly geeky. Knew it. Yes. (laughs) Slightly, but not too much. So these live within the DNS for your website. And DNS is usually with the hosting platform for your website. And there's three records: there's SPF, DKIM, and DMARC. And any mechanism that you send email from, not just Infusionsoft, but Infusionsoft, your G Suite or Office 365, if you've got like a support ticketing system, everything has to be authenticated. And there's SPF, DKIM, and DMARC. All three are important. All three are required. If you don't have those in place, you're going to get trouble. See, Hmm. and to understand kind of why it's so important, that's there to help authenticate you as actually being able to send your email. So what's horrible in today's world, I'm sure we all hear this every day, cybercrime, the dark web, all this nonsense. 80% of all cybercrime starts from an email. Interesting. Wow. So I the email, yes, oh, yeah. it's true. It's, it's true. Look it up. It's not one of those stats that are made up on the fly.
0: <laughs> Did you? I won like this huge inheritance yeah. from this prince
2: in,
1: that, in Nigeria. I, I think we're battling for that same inheritance. <laughs> well, you know what? That, but
2: that's another story, though. Okay. That's actually the whole spammer. We should talk about spammers because your definition of a spammer is different than Gmail's definition of a spammer. Okay. So okay. let's let's make sure we talk about that. But back to the authentication. Now I got to remember where I was
1: where were we here?
2: We were driving the car. We got pulled over. We made it to the spam filter. Oh yeah. So 80% starts with cybercrime. And so what this authentication does is says, hey, if you get an email from me, here are the different systems I use that I authenticate is able to send from me. Okay. And that's what SPF does. DKIM does that in a different way. DKIM says, hey, there's a hidden signature in an email. And that's mm-hmm. called the DKIM or envelope signature. And that again says, hey. This domain sends from this behalf.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So how does that somebody even get into starting to know if they're authenticated or not? If you don't know where to look,
2: you're probably not. Okay. And, and I know that's hard because there's tools out there where you can check and it'll show you you might have a record there, but it might not be right. So one of the things that like, if you don't know what you're looking for, ask for help in those so, ways. But MX Toolbox is okay. a really good place to start. You okay. can check your SPF records there. You could check your DMARC records there. And if you type in your domain and nothing shows up, well, you definitely have a problem.
0: Okay, so what, what was that again? MX Toolbox?
2: MXToolbox? MXToolbox.com. Okay.
0: So MXToolbox, you can go there and check out some stuff. Probably surface level stuff, right? Yeah. A little bit deeper. Okay, so this is the case For ninety-nine point ninety nine percent of the listeners of this show, gym owners, they go and they get MailChimp or constant contact, Mm -hmm. or they go big and they get active campaign, or go even bigger and go keep or entreport and all these others. They set up and they don't do any of this and they just send emails. Now, they do get emails delivered. Yeah. You know, obviously, or else they would cancel immediately. So that can only last so long. And the key here, and we're gonna get into the definitions of spam and what we're doing to kind of increase to make sure that they get into the inbox i want to preface this whole thing you've got these users on your list you're using a, a constant contact a mail or one of these things just because you've got them on your list doesn't mean they're getting the message correct and you, yeah. you hear this whole horror story of email marketing is dead that's the overarching like shouting from the crowd email marketing's dead or this company's email deliverability sucks, or they always go to spam. And it really comes down to to a couple things, and we'll get into them deeper in a second. Number one, if they're not getting your emails, by default, they can't open them. By default, your open percentage drops, period. Yep. Okay. And number two is, how do you get them, and I'll let you answer this, how do you get them to start getting your emails and and obviously seeing them and getting them into the inbox?
2: Great question. So. Part of it, and you go back, you know, let's go back a little bit. When you said 99% of gym owners don't do it, they sign up for like Entreport or MailChimp and they start sending emails. They'll get through. But when the DKIM signature in particular, when you're not signing an email with DKIM, you're sending off of MailChimp is basically sending that email Mm -hmm. and you're sending off of MailChimp's reputation, not your own. So your deliverability based on reputation is based on MailChimp's reputation, not yours. Now, if you're a spammer, that might help you. Most of us aren't spammers. So that could hurt us. You get what they call a bad neighbor effect. So anyone sending impacts your deliverability. When you sign with DKIM, now you're sending off of your domain. It's your reputation that you have to build. And that's why most people, because most people generally don't spam, see an uptick when they start signing with DKIM. So that's number one there. Number two is like, how do I get more people to open my emails? And that's understanding that deliverability starts at the point of opt-in. So on your forms, what are the expectations you're setting Mm -hmm. when they're filling them out? Like, tell them, here's what I'm going to give you. You're going to get my weekly email. You're going to get my five tips. Mm -hmm. Register now. The next place it is, is on your thank you page. And leveraging thank you pages, not just to sell the next step, because I guarantee if you look at your metrics, most people will never buy from a thank you page off of initial opt-in. So if you understand that, so you start saying to yourself, how can I maximize that thank you page to get engagement? On the thank you page, most of us say, thanks for requesting five tips to better email deliverability. Make sure you check your inbox now for the email. And if you don't see it, look in your spam folder and pull it to
1: the inbox. Make okay. sure you
2: write that on the so, thank you yeah, page. Guide,
1: guide the end user to, yeah. and to because it's going to help us, obviously.
2: Exactly. Because most consumers don't understand email. They think that email is a guaranteed service the yep. same way you probably did before you hear me tell you it's not. <laughs> so if they think it's a guaranteed service and the email's not in their inbox, well, you didn't send it to me. But if you tell them, hey, spam filters have overzealous filtering, they're doing whatever they can to keep things out. Look here, now they know to look there. Got it. When they pull your email out, now it's creating behavior. And believe it or not, your mailbox is tracking your behavior. It's all machine learning. So it looks at how you interact with email, what you move from spam to the inbox, what you open, what you read, what you click through and and if your
0: DKIM is set on that particular email and they move it into the inbox, it's like a checkmark, like a plus one. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we sat on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself.
2: Well, sending authenticated emails is a plus one. It's And that's kind of separate from yeah. them doing that and opening it. But authentication is a plus one. Them opening your email is a plus one. Them moving your mail from a spam folder to an inbox is like a plus three or four.
0: Got it. Them
2: nice. asking them to, add you to their address book, otherwise known as whitelisting. That's a huge one. Plus five. That's like, yeah, plus five. Uh, And realistically with everyone, but like Microsoft Office 365, Mm -hmm. adding to the safe sender list or whitelisting is the only way to almost guarantee an email will get through.
0: Okay. So is it best practice to kind of walk somebody through how to do that? Yeah. On an email? Okay. Yeah.
2: Like, so if you look at my site, unfortunately, in some ways I'm the cobbler who doesn't get to work on his own shoes because I'm (laughs) too busy with clients. But if you were to look at fundamental.marketing forward slash whitelist, I've got a page dedicated to tell people based on their mailbox provider how to add whitelists.
0: And we can pull that down?
2: Yeah. We you, can it, use it? Yeah. Well, if you scroll to the bottom of that, I stole that from a friend of mine, Chris Lang. Okay. Well, I didn't steal it. He gives he, it you, away. Yeah, he gives it. But if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you can see who built it, and then you can go to the site and get it. Okay. super powerful tool. It's a great way. And there's two ways you use that, because not every prospect is going to add you to your whitelist. I no, mean, if sure. you can get 2 or 3% to do it, great. But you know what? Those are the 2 or 3% that are probably going to buy your products anyways.
0: Which is great. You want them to see your messages, right?
2: But where you want to for sure bank that in is in your customer onboarding, especially if you're doing like membership programs and continuity programs where getting your content is so vital. That's like step one in your onboarding process is, hey, you're paying me. I want to make sure you get my stuff. I need your help to do that. Here's how you do
0: it. Yeah. Great way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of this is not spoken. This is a very kind of underground. It's almost underground, unspoken thing. Right? We talk about blasting your list and emailing it. No, I'm not saying blasting in that (laughs) no in that terms. But you hear that, right? You hear that from marketers, yeah. Especially in the fitness space. Here's a, a bucket of emails. Just send this to your list. But if you're not doing all these things ahead of it. Well, yeah, really, what are we doing?
2: There's well, there's so many misconceptions with email still, like all the experts are still out there saying, get build a list, build it as big as you can and mail them till they buy, they die or they opt out. And like you could do that a decade ago, but you can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. because so there you got to realize there's a few things that help that the mailboxes look at for like, are we going to put your email in an inbox promotions folder or a spam folder? Let's hear it. So one, are you sending authenticated emails? Boom. Two, are you sending to valid emails? Like, are they real email addresses? And this is where list hygiene is so important. I think we talked so about that recently. That's one of the things we built for you is anytime an email gets entered into the system, we're validating it to make sure it's a real email address. Yep. And if it's not, we opt it out, opt get them rid out. of it. You're also doing quarterly cleanings where once every three or four months, you're cleaning the entire list because good emails go bad. And they go bad at the rate of 30% a year. Well, depending on who you listen to, it's anywhere from 225 half
0: to 30% a okay, year. Okay, so 30%. Yeah,
2: but they'll go bad. So what happens is like if either of you guys ever had a Yahoo email that you just stopped using one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I oh, still yeah. have it. Yeah. it. I
1: still. Yep, 100%. Right,
2: you still have access to it, but you never log into it. Right. Well, Yahoo watches that. And after a certain amount of time, and I think with Yahoo, it's a year. But if you go a year without logging into it, they'll take over that account as a dormant account. And they'll do one of two things. They either deactivate it and it hard bounces or they convert it to a spam trap. They recycle it, convert it to a spam trap. And if you hit that email address that's a spam trap, that's going to ding your reputation, your ability to deliver emails. Now, one yeah. spam trap might not kill you, but so, 500 will. So
0: let's back this up. At no fault of the gym owners yeah. that are sending the list, that user who opted in a year ago or two years ago stopped logging in on their own. Yahoo looks at that, marks it as a spam trap, and you continue to send email to that inbox, now you're getting penalized. You're getting minus ones. Yep. And yes, it can happen one or once or twice, not a big deal. But as you continue to to email an old list, unresponsive, unopening inbox, you're penalizing yourself. So what is the point of even having these people on your list if that's going to hurt you? Yeah. So the thought is, or the the process is go ahead and do what?
2: Well, watch your engagement. If you want to look at it like you cut out the cancer, look at your list. And if someone's gone three or six months, depending on you know, how good of marketing you are, uh-huh. let's just use six months. Someone's gone six months without opening your email. They're telling you I'm not interested. So stop mailing to them. If you want to cut out the cancer. So you just
0: unsubscribe them. Unsubscribe them,
2: them, tag them, segment them out, unsubscribe them. I never delete data. I don't delete data because data is powerful. Okay, You can upload those people to Facebook and retarget them. You can upload to Facebook and use them as exclusionary audiences. You can upload them to Facebook and look at the demographic and psychographic information on them to understand what are their interests, likes, and behaviors. So what are the consistencies of people who don't buy from me versus what are the consistencies there are and you can use that. So like, don't delete data, but don't mail them. But if you want to start treating cancer, so to say, rather than just cutting it out, that's when you want to identify lower engagement early and change your messaging. So instead of just, oh, I'm just opting people out at six months, well, at three months, or at, sorry, a month with no engagement, let's switch the messaging up. At three months of no engagement, we're going to go from emailing you once a week to emailing you once a month. That way, the negative impact of mailing people without opening doesn't hurt Well, us
0: let, let's, let's even get a little deeper than that. The, the messaging doesn't really matter. Because if they never open it, they're never reading it. But if they do open it, now they're engaged again. So the, I think it's the subject line more than anything. Well, subject,
2: sure. yeah. Subject sure. line and preview yeah. text are huge. Preview text, preview text, yeah. Yeah, both of those. But here's the other thing, though. Not all opens register. Interesting. Like a lot of the mailboxes they've got. So the way it opens track is there's a little hidden image pixel in an email. Okay. And once the email opens, the image loads, that pixel fires, and that tracks the email is open. Some mailboxes block images. Some mailbox block pixels from tracking. So you've got some blocking. You've got some people that may read your email in the preview yeah. Yeah. without the images ever loading. So those previews won't track as open. So. You might have more people. It really is. (laughs) No, it it really. And it's like people are going, is this really what I have to pay attention to? Son of a gun.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you think? I think so. You have to. I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like there's a way of doing it and then there's a way of doing it right. And Mm -hmm. this is absolutely from the beginning. Like this is the way that it should be set up, should be done right. It'll make the rest of the effort that much more worth it.
2: Yeah. I mean, delivering an email to me is the most important aspect of any marketing campaign. Because if you can't get an email to a recipient, your copy that you paid for doesn't matter. The landing page that you paid for didn't matter. The offer that you crafted doesn't matter. The upsell that you built doesn't matter because they're not going to buy. They can't see it. They
0: can't see it. Yep. So, so important. Okay. So that was the the, sum of it, right? Now- what you built for us, and this was about, gosh, I feel like eight months ago now, nine it's months. It's
2: got, I think, at least, yeah, maybe a year, like a few gray hairs ago. Let's just go there. It's a few gosh. gray hairs ago. A few gray hairs <laughs> ago. I, I said,
0: I saw this happening in trend, and I'm, I'm very engaged. Like we were getting like 10, 9, nine, eight percent open rates. I'm like, something's off, dude. Like who, who's the guy that I can talk yeah. to? Because I, I obviously, I don't know all this stuff, and I can't know everything. This is where you're kind of like slotting, you're kind of paving this trail because I'm not certain there's a whole lot of people doing what you're doing.
2: There's like, let's just look, I mean, and I work in cross all platforms, but most of your clients are Infusionsoft customers for the most part, there's maybe two or three of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That no that in that in that ecosystem that no So I started
0: asking around. My friend Daniel, I think, put us in touch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, look, I said, Evan, man, you got to look at this. week. what's going on? So you jumped in and we we automatically we we sent everybody through this clean K it was it clean K E L E A N? Yeah, clean 19. thirteen. Clean thirteen yeah, clean or nineteen? Thirteen. Clean thirteen. And what does that do? So that
2: is a hygiene tool. And what what that looks at is not just, is it a valid email, but it can identify spam traps.
0: Like we talked about where somebody's not opening their inbox or logging in.
2: Yeah, spam trap again. So there's actually three types of spam traps. There's there's the recycled, which are the ones we talk about, a good real email that went bad. Then there's pristine traps. Those are the only way you'll usually get a pristine trap is if like you're buying lists, Mm. scraping from the internet. If you've got a shady JV partner who's loading leads into the system. So pristine traps are are emails that were hidden in a website. So imagine that you've got, yeah, you've got like a blue background in your website and then there's an email address written in the same Same color color font as the background. So the only time that ever gets used is if someone scrapes the Internet. Those are really, really bad because those are spam monitoring agencies that that are watching those. And if you hit those, don't. Pass, go, don't collect $200. So these
0: are traps that people put in their website to look for people that are scraping websites. So they automatically, that only time that email is ever going to be used is if somebody got it illegally or or a shady way. Shady practices. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're blasting like, guys, don't buy lists. Just don't do it. Right. What's the point?
2: Exactly. And, you know, and let's just, let's geek out a little bit more. It's not really geeky, but it's like painful. Like there's so much like it's been illegal to do that in the U.S. forever. can spam compliance. It's like you're not supposed to do it. Yep. If you market to people in Canada, you can get in more trouble because they've got CASEL, Canadian anti-spam legislation. If you're in the EU or the UK, you've got GDPR that went into effect in 2017, which is really bad. Canada or sorry, Canada, which well, might as well. California. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about socialist <laughs> areas here. Okay. But California. You know, 2020. California has its what is it? It's the is it the CC California? But California has California has new privacy and spam laws going into place in 2020. Keep just uh, they just emailed us this week about it. Yeah, yeah. So it there, it 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 gives it a whole other thing. So if if your business is in California, you're affected by that. If you market to people in the state of California, you're affected by it. And depending on what your revenues are, I think the cap is nine million a year. Like, if you're doing less than 9 million, they might not be able to go after you. But if you're doing more than 9 million a year, you better CYA. Okay. Like, there's actually people can sue you for spamming them now. Unsolicited email. There's data Matt. privacy laws that go into effect now. Oh, Matt Weaver, you better be listening. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't spam. Like, seriously, don't spam. There's so many ways so, you can but, use data. But let's, let's
0: be honest. Like, you don't know if you're spamming. If you've had the, like those spam traps that you're talking about that went dormant. Other yeah. than unless you're unless not doing- you, Unless doing you're
2: paying attention. So here, let's we talked about this and I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm so good at that though. Okay, thank <laughs> you. That's hey, right. I'm a self-aware man. I need to hit the gym and I'm good at cutting people <laughs> off. Okay, let's go. But like, so you, you brought up the Nigerian prince earlier and I said, your definition of a spammer is different than the mailbox per def- definition of a spammer. Okay. So Google obviously thinks of the Nigerian prince who wants you to send him a thousand dollars and he'll return it with $5 million <laughs> is a spammer. You know, the Viagra and Cialis ads that we get, those are spam ads. Like I was getting unsolicited AARP emails at 32. Yeah, (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. those are spam. But the mailbox providers look at more. If you're hitting, if you're emailing to dead email addresses that are spam traps, you're a spammer. If you're sending emails that are all image and no text, that's a spam behavior. You're a spammer. If you're mailing people over and over and over again who aren't engaging in your emails, you're a spammer. So they're they're looking for you to be managing your list. And no one tells people this stuff. No one tells you you got to maintain a clean list. No one tells you you've got to mail people really that are engaged only. And it's so important to know. And unfortunately, ignorance or is not an excuse with so them. Even they don't in, care. In
0: 2020, you could be on the hook.
2: And you pay, you be paying some fees because Oh, it's like a thousand dollars for per email. instant
1: if they complain, yeah. Jeez. For an email. And something that's, unsolicited. And well, but that's the thing too, but it can become unsolicited. Well, yes and right? no. You can't you, can, you, you, can,
2: you can prove opt-in, but that's a good point you bring up because just because someone opted in five years ago. Doesn't mean they want to hear from you tomorrow. But to the business's defense, can't they just go and click unsubscribe and be done? Yes, they can. They absolutely can. But that's another point. One of the bad trends that just really gets in my craw that's going to make me mad one night to write a blog article is like you see so many people that bury their unsubscribe links they'll put tons of space so you can't see it yep. or they'll mask the color of the button so you can't see it yeah shady. don't do that or this other one i see a lot is
0: they put an unsubscribe but it's actually an image like you can see because it's kind of blurry and it takes you to another page
1: that's not mm. really unsubscribing you yeah kind of thing
2: there's so much shady like if someone's telling you no let
1: them go well good, and good like point. you talked about too you mentioned before we we came on Somebody unsubscribing from your list that you're emailing that's not engaged is actually going to help your situation.
2: it helps you because one, it shows you more engaged. So the more people that you're mailed to that aren't engaging hurts you. And you got to realize too, if like, if they can't, if they want to unsubscribe and they can't, what's their next alternative? Spam. Spam. Mark you as spam, which is horrible.
0: Okay. So I think it's a mindset thing for the people that have these lists. It's just a mindset thing. It really is. If you know
2: this, what you know now the size of your list is, is irrelevant. It, I wrote a blog it, article yeah, on this. Time. It's not about the size of your list, it's the motion of, in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the motion of the list. I mean, yeah.
1: I've, I've even received like from merchants that I've bought from and stuff like that in the past that keep you in their newsletter and stuff. I've gotten emails that specifically say, hey, if you're not interested in our information, we'd love if you unsubscribe.
0: Yeah, like in the middle in, of it. Right? Yeah, like, like, like,
1: no, like that was the content of the email was like suggesting, hey guys, like we want to work with people that want to work with us. If you don't want to work with us, that's totally okay. Yeah. Here's your way out. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what, let, what are your thoughts on something like that? It's
2: brilliant. Let them go because all they're going to do is hurt you if they're there. Wow. They can't help you.
0: Mindset changes, guys. Things, I mean, this is, we, we realized this a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like we cleaned up our list. Obviously, we cut. Thousands out, thousands out thousands
2: out oh and it was painful you were really hesitant when we did uh-huh. it and can i share the story oh uh, yeah so hey tim lance
0: here and i just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business you know you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you i know it's not easy but you're doing it so keep on going but listen if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com grow. And now back to the show.
2: You came to me the way a lot of people do, is they got spanked by their email provider. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, you guys are having poor challenges. You need to fix stuff. And mm-hmm. that's how we got connected. And when we first cleaned the list, I went to you and I said, hey, Tim, there's a large portion here that hasn't done anything ever. We need to get rid of them. And initially, we, we did, you didn't want to. Well, I didn't understand why. Right. And then, so. you, then you mailed to him again you got another letter. And I'm like, Tim, that's why I told you not to mail them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that is normal. And you hit the nail on the head. It's a mindset thing, because you've been trained, build your list, build it as big as you can, and mail them until they buy or opt out. Mm-hmm. And once you get over that, you'll be able to, to take action. But most importantly, you start seeing addition by subtraction. Yep, It's so yeah,
1: a good way of putting it. Well, thank you, it's, yeah. it's, it makes sense, it's, doesn't like, it? Literally like it, exactly well, what you're doing. It really <laughs> is.
2: So let's say you're mailing 10,000 people, you're getting a thousand opens well when you clean the list we're probably gonna you're probably gonna lose about fifteen percent of your list so now we're down to eighty five hundred now we look at it and we say let's take out the grossly unengaged so now we're down to maybe let's call it seven thousand people well you mail seven thousand people now instead of a thousand opens you start seeing yourself getting eleven 1, hundred and then you start seeing yourself get fifteen hundred and then you start getting two thousand because you've got a higher engagement percentage percentage yeah. and Gmail, which is probably for gyms, anywhere from 30 to 80% of your list is Gmail. The number one thing they look at when delivering your emails is your reputation with them. And your reputation with them is built on engagement.
0: From other Gmail users. Yeah.
2: From everyone you send to. Now, if you've got bad content that can still get you flagged, I just had a client that we had issues with. Oh we we'll talk about this story cuz this is very unique this is very
0: interesting so you told us the story in the other room in the green room where we had champagne and green M&Ms, green M&Ms. yeah
2: <laughs> dude, and and dude the the massage girls were dude,
0: amazing no problem dude anytime That's honey i did. swear nothing happened <laughs> We, we treat our guests right up in the Built to Grow podcast. We have to have him
1: back for a Whiskey Wednesday. This is be good. <laughs> Let's do it.
2: And I love Whiskey. I'm here Wednesday. Right.
1: <laughs> so little, little do we know. Yeah. We're at part two, quickly.
0: <laughs> so you, you mentioned a story about a business was sending email out and it looked too similar to other people that were emailing similar content that got flagged that was no relation to this particular sender and they got thrown in the spam folder.
2: Yeah. There's so much. There's that one. So yeah. So their content, so they were really using templates and they were not editing the template at all. Like no personalization. We're talking about copy? Yeah. Copy. Interesting. And the copy was the exact same copy that the systems had seen, but people were marketing as spam. So probably these guys were using the same lists in the same area with the same copy, spamming people. So his copy got him tied up. But the one, the other one we were talking about just a minute ago in the green room, which kind of I think that's what spurred us coming in for the podcast, was a client who was referred to me. Someone gave him my email, and he emailed me, and his email to me went to the spam folder. His personal. Yeah, his personal Gmail. He used his G Suite for his email, Google, and that went to my spam folder. And unlike most people, I actually check my spam folder because Mm. I know there's a high likelihood your email to me is going to go to spam before you work with me. But his email went to spam. And when I looked at his email, found the reason why there were two, one, he wasn't authenticated. So we fixed his authentication, but his email was still going to spam. Well, then I dove in and I looked at the content. His content was good. Then I looked at his email signature and in this email signature, he had under his name, he had his email address and I'm going to protect him, not Mm -hmm. say it. Then he had a link to the domain that was used in the email address. Mm
0: -hmm. That's Okay.
2: Yep, so there's two. Then he had two other links to two different websites that were products that were related that he owned to his business, but different domains. The moment we took those four links out of his emails, everything that he sent his email from personal, his emails from Infusionsoft, all landed in my inbox.
0: Okay, and the reason
2: was he had three different destination domains in one email. In one email,
0: and by default, it was in the signature. It was in every email. It was in everyone. He was yeah, saying, it was yeah. every
2: email he was sending. And and it was interesting because yeah. I started to look. Well, is are any of those have are they any of those domains blacklisted? Like there was no issue no. on those when I put in Google um, Postmaster and looked at the reputation. They weren't bad. It was that, I call it cross-domaining, which kind of leads to a big tip. And I don't know if, I'm pretty sure you know this one, but this is important because I see it a lot because we're talking about links, link shorteners, like Bitly. Bitly and. Marketers love using Bitly links because it gives you the ability to track stuff. Yep. Bitly links, remember we talked about their definition of a spammer is different than yours. Bitly links are notoriously used by spammers because they're redirecting. And when Google sees a Bitly links in your emails, that's a red flag. So don't use Bitly links. Don't use link shorteners.
0: So, in order to get around that, guys, instead of putting the huge URL in there, just use a hyperlink. Yeah, put it in text. Yeah, Yeah, clean it up. Click here, hyperlink it, and then it can go to the. Yeah,
2: check out the blog here. Yeah, click here won't get you caught up as bad as it used to, but still check out the blog here. Yeah, it's considered spam. So So you mentioned
1: redirects. What yeah. about like, let's say ClickFunnels, for example, right? You're split testing. So constant redirect on almost every link top down. Would it be more beneficial to use a final link if we're not looking to split test?
2: It's always the less redirects, the better. Okay. It's a yeah. guilt by association. If you've ever clicked on those spam links, you can see it. If you wa- click on yeah, one and watch link- the URL, the URL changes like five, six, yeah. seven, eight times because they're, the, what they're attempting to do is hide the final destination URL. From the mailbox, because people know it's spam related. That's why they do it. Wow. So less is more. You can't get away from everything. Like we have to test as marketers. Like we have to, but minimize it. Use those redirects in your testing. And once you're done testing and you won, now put it to the right one. And always, if you can send a domain, like ClickFunnels users, like don't send to the mydomain.clickfunnels.com. Don't set up ClickFunnels on your website. Drive it to a URL on your site,
0: or what about a custom domain for the Click Funnels?
2: Uh, I'd it, it let it live on your site because again, the email address is going to be different from the domain that you're sending to.
0: Most of the time, it is, and, yeah, and yeah. that
2: can cause so issues. So you
0: use the embed or whatever the plug-in tool mm-hmm. for Click funnels? Yeah, that's, that's what
2: I. That's what I'd recommend. It's a better practice because again, is driving to the custom domain guaranteed to go to a spam folder? No, but it is a potential flag. So you just got to think to yourself, what you have to do as a marketer is, is identify the potential red flags that are out there and lower as many as possible.
0: Man, we're doing no. a lot of these things, but we're, I mean, they're working, but we can just be better. It can be better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: one of the simple things that we talked about earlier was having your email address in your signature line. Count as a link. <laughs> like the analogy I use, I was like, that's like signing your text messages with your phone number. Right. Like nobody, we don't need that in there, guys. And, I'm, and I'm stealing he, that one, by called, the way. Good. Use it because it's. Yeah. It just dawned on me. I mean, it makes no sense to have it there, right? Like You're nobody's hit nobody's clicking. They're hitting reply, and because they're yeah. already in that te- that platform.
2: I mean, and always I always revert back to looking at myself. Would I, if I'm looking to email, am I going to look in their email signature for an email? No, I'm going to no. reply. If I'm looking to their website, am I going to look in their email signature for the website, or am I going to copy their email the address ad. and use it from there? Yeah, I use it from there. So it's just like there's so many times where you just look at stuff and just say, how would I react to that? Like. I I was just talking to someone about, she came to me because her emails were landing in spam and it was because her content, and this is a hard conversation with her because her content's actually good and her subscribers love her content, but the mailbox providers don't. So I told her, I'm like, you got to shorten things. We were just talking about like your blog. And Tim, if you want to talk about how to send emails to drive to a blog, talk to Tim because he does it right. So many people send their entire blog in an email and I asked a client, I'd go, would you ever read an email that's five, six, seven, eight scrolls long? And she no. goes, well, no, I don't have the time for that. Well, if you don't have the time for that, do you think your customers do? No way. No. Send them a link, get them to your site. And then once they're on your site, we were talking about this before. Now you can do so much cool stuff. Pop-ups, pixel tracking. Oh, yeah. 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 Lots of stuff. Yeah. And Fun stuff.
1: We and, can and do like that like much we can closer do to a sale. I mean, that's somebody who's obviously interested in taking action. Yeah. 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 We could do like a
2: week on this. We can just keep going. Well, here's we, the. We where, to do, where's the whiskey? To do like a, a wor-
1: exactly. Well, We're here we do like a workshop or something.
0: Well, yeah. Well, we can have you at our automation workshop if you want to come to that. Mm. Be a good idea.
1: My mom will love it. Come down to come down to Phoenix, <laughs> down to Phoenix. <laughs> visit
2: mom.
0: So here's the thing. Like nobody knows this stuff. Nobody's talking about this stuff. And I can I can one hundred percent guarantee in any of the fitness podcasts that any of our listeners are listening to, this isn't being discussed. No, they're talking about emailing, but they're not talking about this. So. A lot of stuff, people are probably shitting their Well, they're probably like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Or how do I fix this? So <laughs> Everything I'm doing is wrong. So we need to get them to you somehow. What's the best way?
2: Go to my website, fundamental.marketing. Okay. No.com. And
0: Just they got to tell you that they heard you on the show.
2: Yeah. You can schedule or I think, what, I, think I have a link shortener. I think it's fundamental.marketing forward slash schedule. Well, if,
1: if you want to check it, I'll put in the show notes. No worries.
2: We'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. just go to the website, fundamental marketing, fundamental.marketing. There'll be a pop-up that you can schedule a consultation. Let me know you you found me from the show and let's figure it out. There's some great articles on the blog. Like if you're on this, listening to the podcast and you use Infusionsoft, there's a great article on my blog. It's the seven things you need to do in your Infusionsoft account before you send another email. Yeah.
0: And that's keep too, by the way, if anybody's listening, it's keep.
2: See, I'm I'm old and gray from them. So I, they, so they used to be Infusionsoft. They rebranded to Keep. They have a product called Infusionsoft by Keep.
0: Yep. No, I know. We talked about we, that. Yeah. We had, had Clayton. On um, he was sitting in that chair. Nice. Yeah. Hi, I got your chair, Clayton. Uh, <laughs> so you, yeah, here's the thing. Like when we talk about finding experts for the things that you need them to, like this is no doubt. This guy Evan is again, he nerds out in the other room. He was going nuts with like popping code off and doing all this stuff with the like when we were going through that it was mind-blowing i we were sitting there and,
1: we, and we're tech savvy looking Thanks. at this yeah. like well, i have what is he this where, is, does, one, this where is, is he pulling <laughs> these numbers from why did he just use a semicolon yeah like is, this makes no sense so he just knocked it out so i hired
0: you a couple like a year ago and it's worked for us i, I suggest if you're not getting deliver ability you're going to the spam folders if you're talking to your clients and they're saying hey i never got your email that's probably a, a flag to tell you like hey maybe we should take a look at this
2: yeah you um, they have control over it and that's that's a, that's the big thing if you realize anything from listening you have control over the deliverability of your emails. beautiful now it's learning okay what can i do to control it okay Smart. cool so take this
0: run this goes right when we when you came in to help us with this other client right now i'm thinking this the whole point of this podcast is to help gym owners win this is going to help you win. Get in touch with Evan. You know, it'll be in the show notes. Randy will put yep. it in the show notes. Book a call, guys. But thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. Dude, thanks for having me. Yep.
2: Thanks for letting me cut you yeah. off a few times. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. That's it for this show. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win.